Hello, I am Holly Walter from Scottsdale's Office of Communication, welcoming you back to another episode of Podsdale. Today, we are on the campus of Chaparral High School to talk to Scottsdale Police Officer Devin Lyons and his canine partner, Rocket. But before we do that, I'll turn it over to Stephanie Harada for this episode's Fast Five. Hi, I'm Public Affairs Specialist Stephanie Harada with five fast things happening around the city you need to know. Scottsdale 360 starts us off at number five. Have you ever wanted to dig a deeper dive into the workings of our city? Then Scottsdale 360 is the class for you. This virtual learning series is all about the people, policies, and places that shape our community. Join us on Thursday, August 19th at 11 a.m. as we wrap up the series with a presentation on community services. To register or catch up on sessions you missed, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search Scottsdale 360. Our number four spot is a shout out to our library staff and their Kids Cafe program. Through a partnership with Scottsdale Unified School District, they were able to distribute more than 500 free lunches to school-aged children during June and July. Thanks for taking care of the children in our community during these hot summer months. Scottsdale Police Department's Drug Take Back event is at number three. Last month's drive through event was a huge success. During the event, Officer Pulaski and police aide Reyes collected over 75 pounds of unused and unwanted prescription drugs for safe disposal. Thank you to everyone who participated. Did you know that Scottsdale's prescription drug disposal happens year-round? To find out more, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search drug disposal. Calling all job seekers, our number two spot is for you. Vista Del Camino invites all job seekers to attend their hiring event for Marriott Hotels on Tuesday, August 17th, between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. at 7700 East Roosevelt Street. Representatives will be on site to conduct interviews for several hospitality and administrative positions. Walk-ins are welcome, but job seekers are encouraged to pre-register by calling 480-312-0060 or emailing Vista Career Center at scottsdaleaz.gov. Remember to come dressed to impress and bring an updated resume. For more information, visit scottsdaleaz.gov and search Career Center. And finally, Scottsdale Fire Captain Ken Farrell takes our number one spot. Captain Farrell recently retired after 40 years in the fire service. He spent his first 24 years with Rural Metro as well as in fire prevention, while also becoming a paramedic along the way. His last 16 years were with Scottsdale Fire Department, the majority at Fire Station 601, as well as in North Scottsdale, where he was quickly educated on wildland fires. As a fire captain, he was able to pass down his vast experience to his firefighters. Thank you, Captain Farrell, for your dedication to our city's safety. We wish you a happy retirement. And that's our Fast Five for this episode of Podsdale. Got something for a future Fast Five? Let us know by emailing communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. I'll turn it back over to you, Holly. Thanks, Stephanie. Let me also announce our most recent trivia question winner, Citizen Service Rep Donna Baldwin. And she was correct. Scottsdale Airport was acquired by the city in 1966. You can be a Podsdale trivia winner too. Just listen to the question at the end of the episode and email your answer to communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. As I mentioned earlier, we're on site today at Chaparral High School to talk to school resource officer Devin Lines and his canine partner, Rocket. Now, Rocket joined the department earlier this year, and he is actually the first police canine to be assigned to a school resource officer in Maricopa County. Officer Lines, thank you so much for joining us today. The school year is underway, and we know you've been busy, so we appreciate your time. Thank you. 
Tell us about yourself. Let's start with that. How long have you been a Scottsdale police officer? I've been with Scottsdale police for about eight and a half years. Um, and prior to this, I worked juvenile detention at the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office. Okay. And can you talk about your assignments and how you became a school resource officer? Absolutely. I worked patrol uh, for around three years. Um, and during that time, I started doing kind of helping out the school resource unit um, as a liaison officer. And the time came that there were some openings on the unit. And I had kind of fallen in love with the position from doing it part time. So I applied for it. Um, and I was lucky enough to get the position. And Chaparral was one of the schools that needed an SRO. So I put in for it. And I've now been assigned to Chaparral for five full school years. And this is now my sixth. Okay. And what's your favorite part of being an SRO? I would say the best part of it is really feeling that bond with the community. You know, you're seeing these students and staff and their families, you know, day in and day out. We're on patrol, you interact with someone, and then you never see them again. Where here, you really get to see that long-term impact that you have on somebody. Mm -hmm. Now, and you work alongside Rocket, who's uh, hanging out with us and very curious about the equipment and, and enjoying a toy right now. Tell us about Rocket. Yeah, so Rocket is a two-year-old golden retriever. Um, and we obtained him from Paws with the Cause out in Michigan, which is actually the same service dog provider that supplied the city with Fozzie uh, back in 2008. Okay. Um, and Fozzie was the first full-time police crisis canine in the nation. So when we were designing this program and we saw the great success we had with Fozzie, we contacted them and they, had, they said, absolutely, we have some perfect dogs that we think would be great on a high school campus. So I actually flew out to Michigan and met with them. And they brought out a few different dogs for me to see and interact with. And I worked with them. And Rocket was actually the last one. And they told me, we've got a giant golden retriever named Rocket for you to see. And they let him out of his kennel. And he came running down the hallway. And then he cuts into an office. And then he comes running out with a bone in his mouth. And as soon as he did that, I saw how playful he was. And I was like, that's the that's the dog for us to bring back to Scottsdale and to uh, work with our youth here in the city. And He's been a massive success uh, since January when we first brought him back, and he finished out last school year, and now we're in his first full school year, and every day Rocket's a just complete celebrity on campus. The kids are running up to him, bringing him stuffed animals and toys, and we're visiting classrooms and working with our counselors and psychologists, and uh, you know, Rocket is really having a, a massive impact on the community. I can see his popularity. He has a huge pile of toys right here in the office, and is uh, wrestling with one right now. So you mentioned that he completed the school year earlier this year, and this is his first full school year. How, how has it been so far? It's been amazing. Um, you know, Last year, we only had a few months on campus before summer break. So we were able to work with a good group of kids, but a lot of the students were still you know, doing their online learning during uh, COVID. Mm -hmm. So now that we have a full school year with nearly a full student body, it's been amazing. You know, Rocket gets to say hi to thousands of kids a day and gets to kind of bring that positivity to their school day and visit classrooms. And it's been just amazing having him as my partner. How does how does he handle that? Does he ever get overwhelmed with the number of people? Um, that was something we were initially kind of worried about, bringing a dog to a, you know, a school with thousands of kids wanting to come say hi to him. But he does such an amazing job, whether it's, you know, a thousand screaming kids or just giving one-on-one -on -one attention. Rocket is so happy just to go out and greet every single kid. You know, if he had it his way, he would go from kid to kid the entire school day just saying hello. Um, like last week, we went into the the freshman orientation where there's, 
600 freshmen in the auditorium and the band was playing and the, the cheerleaders and everything. And it was quite loud. And Rocket was so excited. He thought they were all there <laughs> cheering for him. So he was prancing around saying hi to everybody. And, and he just loves it. He has a great personality. What are Rocket's primary job duties? So Rocket, his official title is a police crisis canine. Um, but a lot of the kids around here just refer to him as a, a therapy dog. Mm-hmm. So besides being a goodwill ambassador and being that bridge to communication between you know the public and law enforcement, Rocket's primary goal is to you know work with people in crisis, mental health, whether it's just someone having a bad day mm-hmm. or maybe a, you know something they've been suffering with for a while or there's something going on at home and it's just kind of bringing them down. You know the students and staff and even parents are always welcome to come in and spend some time with Rocket and recharge with Rocket, we call it. And uh, it seems to be a great success. We've had some phenomenal success stories already, and and we're really looking forward to the future. When you were talking about Pause with a Cause, how does that organization prepare these dogs? And also, what were you looking for? What made the difference between Rocket and some of the other dogs you worked with? Yeah, so Pause with the Cause, they're a national service dog provider. So they do everything from you know wheelchair assistance dogs to seizure dogs to seeing eye dogs to facility dogs, which is what Rocket is. So he was kind of brought up and trained to live in a hospital and work with patients and and give that attention that, that people need. So when we contacted them, we said, we want a dog that can give that one-on-one attention to somebody, um, but still be comfortable around thousands of people. So when I went out there and we worked with a few different dogs and going over their commands and all the dogs are so sharp out there because mm-hmm. they start training them at eight weeks old. So from eight weeks old up until just over two years old, when we got Rocket, he was you know in constant training. So he's very dialed in when he has his service dog vest on that you see him wearing here. We, he, mm-hmm. It's you know we call it his cape. Um, so when he has his cape on, he's he's very dialed in and very calm, um, and he knows it's time to work, and he can kind of sense that that need that someone needs when they you know come up and they're feeling down, and he'll come press his body against them and and kind of c- cuddle and love on them. Um, but as soon as his vest comes off, Rocket goes into full puppy mode. Um, so some of the things that's what I was looking for out there is can these dogs give me that one-on-one attention, but can they still be fun if it's more of a fun kind of positive visit to a classroom and all their dogs are, are truly amazing that they bring out there. Um, but something about Rocket, just seeing that giant fluffy golden coat and how happy he was and stealing that bone. Uh, you know, I just thought he'd be amazing for the school and turns out I was right. He's been phenomenal. So the vest signifies to him that it's time to work. He understands that difference. Absolutely. Yeah. He knows in the morning when he sees me put on my uniform and my vest, um, he goes out to the truck and he jumps up in the back and we put on his vest and then he's ready to go to work. And then as soon as we get home, I unclip his vest and then he goes into puppy mode. So he's, he's very good at deciphering the two things. Now, all of our current school resource officers are crisis intervention trained, and you've kind of mentioned this, and are experienced in helping with behavioral health-related incidents. Uh, The first contact oftentimes I would think a young person has is with a police officer and with an SRO um, in your position. So you sort of mentioned this, but how does Rocket assist you in in that role? So Rocket, you know, at his core, he acts as a bridge to communication where when someone walks up, they don't see a, you know, a scary police officer standing in front of them. They see a, a real life teddy bear that they want to come up and say hi to Rocket. And through that, that allows me to kind of break down those barriers and open that line of communication with someone. And 
And by having Rocket, it gives someone a reason to come talk to me mm -hmm. where they otherwise might not want to come talk to a police officer, but everyone wants to come up and say hi to a giant golden retriever who's trying to come give them love. So they come up and they'll kind of start petting him. And through that, I can ask them about their day and see what's going on and see if maybe there's a underlying reason that they came up and wanted to talk or something, you know, maybe a problem they're experiencing and, and we can work from there. Do you find that that happens? Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, I'll be in my office working on paperwork and a, a student will show up at the door saying, Hey, can I come say hi to rocket? And they'll come in and start playing with him. And then they'll just start to open up about something that's maybe going on at home or they're struggling in class mm -hmm. or maybe just having a, a fight with some of their friends and they just can kind of decompress a little bit and, and then 10, 15 minutes later, they're heading back to class with a smile. And you mentioned this before that Rocket's really a superstar on campus. So in general, the students really seem to like having the dog here. Absolutely. Yeah. Last year, like I said, being he was only here for a few months, he got his own page in the yearbook. <laughs> um, so he really is uh, has kind of made his way into everyone's hearts and is a, is a celebrity. Now, I understand this was a zero-cost program for the department. Initial funding for Rocket's assignment was provided by the Chaparral High School Association of Parents and Teachers, and the Scottsdale Unified School District Foundation raised more than $34,000 to support the department's school resource unit canine program. How do you feel he's handling the position so far? Um, I think Rocket's doing a great job. You know, we... When we came up with the idea for the program, we spoke to some of these organizations. They were immediately happy to help and wanted to, to bring Rocket to our campuses. And since then, other organizations, you know, after seeing how Rocket's been doing this past eight months, have wanted to give more funding and help us fund maybe future canines for other campuses and fund future years with the program. And it's, it's been nothing but positivity. That's great. So there's some hope of expanding the program to other campuses within the school district? Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's our long-term goal is to, is to have more, more rockets at other campuses. Now, after hours, let's talk about what Rocket does. Does he go home with you? He does. So I'm assigned um, as Rocket's primary handler. So he's with me 24-7 unless I have to maybe go out of state for training or mm -hmm. something like that. So he comes home with me, you know, like I said, we take off his vest and he goes into puppy mode and he can kind of decompress and play. Usually the first thing he does is he lays down, takes a nap, um, and then he's back up and playing and, and being a puppy. But yeah, so 24 seven, he's with me. It really became a new responsibility, something I, you know, wasn't used to having such a smart kind of service animal at mm -hmm. home. I've owned dogs in the past, but Rocket is so bright. Um, and he constantly wants to be serving. So at home... You know, I might be sitting on the couch and then he'll bring me my shoes because he's like, hey, I want to go outside or he'll bring me the dish towels. Like he just constantly wants to be giving service. So <laughs> I try to do stuff at home for him to kind of keep him with that drive. Um, but he's just absolutely amazing. Just 24-7. Not only is he brightening all this, all the public's lives, mm -hmm. he is definitely brightening my life as well. Does he have a favorite thing to do when he's not working? Besides napping um, and stealing the dish towels, um, he loves shredding stuffed animals. So every time he gets a new toy, within 10, 15 minutes, there's fluff everywhere. Sounds like the program is off to a great start. Um, so, and Rocket is definitely a lot of fun and has a smile on my face now. So we know the school day is going to wrap up soon. Uh, we'll let you two get back to work. Officer Lines and Rocket, thanks again for taking the time out of your day to visit with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much. 
That wraps up this episode of Podstill. But before I go, here's this week's trivia question. What are some of Rocket's favorite things to do when he's not working? Email your answer to communications at scottsdaleaz.gov. I'll be back in two weeks for another episode. So until then, take care and stay cool.